Have you been believing that forgiveness means forgetting and getting hurt all over again? Well, we're going to be diving into the topic of forgiveness on today's episode and figuring out what it actually is, what it isn't, and how we can start 2024 with more forgiveness in our lives. Welcome to the Balance Code Podcast, a place where you have permission to step outside the hamster wheel of day-to-day life and learn tools to create more balance. My name is Katie Russler. I'm a licensed therapist and burnout and hidden grief specialist. I support ambitious, goal-driven people who are ready to get off the one-way train to burnout and start to enjoy life to the fullest. Oh, and by the way, I'm an American living in Germany who's still learning the language, mom of three and an entrepreneur. Living my balance code is what keeps me able to work in incredible ways without burning out. Welcome back to the podcast. Whew, this topic has been coming up for my clients a lot lately. And when I notice that, then I know it's time to talk about it on the podcast. Let's talk about what forgiveness isn't to start out with, okay? Most of us have created this mindset around forgiveness being related to letting go and it's okay and let's just move on and act like nothing happened and then we get hurt again and again and again. And I think about how we've been conditioned this way. You know, when we want to hold somebody accountable for what they did in our lives when we were younger, our parents more than likely were like, you know, just let it go, whatever, just, you know, just act like nothing happened, move on. Very rare where we taught you're allowed to cut ties and not have this person in our lives. Obviously, if somebody was like super mean to you, you probably had parents saying that. But often I think our parents raised us with the mindset of don't disturb things. Don't make a splash. Don't cause issues. And because of that, we don't really create the boundaries when it comes to forgiveness that are essential in forgiveness. So if I think about how forgiveness was for me growing up, it was really about give somebody grace, understand their side of things, and then just work on the relationship. Or if you're upset at yourself, give yourself grace. Grace was the word. It's a really important word in my family, but it was the word around forgiveness, right? Give them grace. And it opened the door still to them continuing to be the way they were or me continuing certain habits, right? And then getting hurt again on repeat. And it was really frustrating to me. I had this mentor as I was doing my master's program, and he was so wonderful at explaining forgiveness to people. And it just opened my eyes to how we've been getting it wrong. And he said, it's like you've been gardening and you accidentally cut your hand with the shovel or something, right? Like you get a deep cut and there's soil and there's dirt in it. And you can either just leave it like that and not clean it out. And you're the one who's constantly hurting while you continue to still try to garden. Or you can actually clean it out and really take care of it and give it time and space, right? To heal and then decide what type of gardening work you're ready for again. And I liked that analogy because it reminded me that when we don't forgive, it's our own wound that's hurting. It's us who are being affected. Nobody else is. The gardening, you know, shears or shovel wasn't affected. Like whatever caused it is not being affected by our wound. We are affected by that wound. So the moment that we start to take care of it, then we get to decide, do I want to use those tools again? (laughs) How will I use them? 
how will I garden now, you know, with this hurt hand, maybe I take a little break from this. Can you see the analogy sort of playing out in real life, right? Like, do I want to spend time with this person again? Maybe I'll get hurt by them. Or people like this. Wow, I'm noticing a tendency that I gravitate towards people like this. And I get hurt every time. Maybe they're kind of energy suckers or narcissists or drama queens and kings, right? Like they're just all about the drama. And so we're noticing the trend of what we go around. And in forgiveness, we think then we just act like nothing happened and move forward. But that's not the reality. Think about that analogy. We cleaned it. We took care of it. We gave it time and space to heal. And then we assessed, what have I learned from this? And how will I do things differently? What tools do I want to use? How do I really want to garden? What will this look like, right? And that's the piece that we forget often in forgiveness. It isn't about, I forgive you, we move on, and I continue to get hurt. It is not about forgetting. Forgiveness in its true form is about learning from experiences, but no longer holding on to the pain that they cause, no longer holding on to that emotional baggage or even mental baggage. As we carry all that emotional and mental baggage with us, right? Like it's more and more a weight on us, but not anyone else. So as we start to think about how we can start to shift our view of forgiveness, I want you to think about times you have struggled to forgive someone else and think about why that was. I know in my own life, the times I struggled with forgiveness, I was a little more angry at myself for putting myself in that situation again, or trusting that person again, or whatever it might be, right? It was usually at myself, but it was easier to point the finger at them. It was easier to see them as the problem and to go, it's them, you know, I can't believe this and ruminate about it, right? Like our brains love to play out the the conversation, the text message, the, you know, encounter with the person, the actions that were taken, the things that were not said, right? Like we love to play it out because there's a part of our brains that likes the drama. I'm sorry. I have a lot of clients who go like, I don't really like drama. And I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) I think we all do because it gets our adrenaline going. There's like something addictive to it. It's like stress. So there's this drama that's created in us thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. But every time we think about the thing we haven't forgiven someone for, and we'll get into forgiving ourselves in a minute, we're playing it over and over. And our bodies are being told by our brains, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And it's like having your heart broken over and over, or it's like having, you know, the dagger stabbed in your back over and over. So we have to figure out how to heal that wound so that we can move forward, so that we can progress. If you don't, it 100% affects all your other relationships. Without a doubt, you can tell me, but no, actually I'm able to distinguish between them and this person or them and these people. When we have that open cut wound, anything that gets near it, that feels the same, that is like, oh, this looks sharp, I should stay away we react to. And it's all about us being more self-aware to what our response is so that we know, oh my gosh, this is how I react in these situations. But it does. If you have not resolved and healed issues with people in the past and you've not forgiven them, 
and learned from it and moved forward without the mindset that they now deserve a spot back in your life, then you will carry this with you. This is where hidden grief is like wrapped up in the core. It's the the moments in our childhood and our youth and our young adult lives where we didn't forgive. We didn't know how to forgive and nobody was really giving us a good example of how to forgive. And therefore we're just going about adulthood, like almost bumping into each other with like wounds all over, like, ow, 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 ow. Oh, I'm supposed to act like that didn't hurt. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, that's not how this works. Okay. Let's get into forgiving ourselves. I have a great guided meditation on this and I'll make sure that it's in the show notes below, but when we are not able to forgive ourselves, it is because there is a core expectation that we have of ourselves, whether we created it or not, that has been impacted, right? Like I'm not allowed to ever fail. If I fail, what does that mean about me? That I'm not worth being here, that I don't matter. Any belief system that we have around something we need to forgive ourselves for, like I was not good enough. I said the wrong things and I did the wrong things, right? Failure. I should be punished more for this. All of these things, when I break them down with my clients and we break it down, break it down, break them down, it tends to be an interesting belief system around life and death. I don't deserve to be here. I should be alone with no one. And you might go, well, I am definitely not actively thinking that none of us are. Of course not. But we have these really interesting, almost like caveman brain belief systems, like right back to the basics of like life, death, you know, am I, should I exist or not? That's more existential, but like, whoa. And our adult brains go, I'm not allowed to fail. But that like caveman brain, not really our caveman brain, but you know, that part of our brain that's like back to the basics is like life or death. If I fail, why do I deserve to, to live? I might die. Something may not work out, right? And it's like, whoa. And my clients, every time we get to this point, it's like big eyes, tears sometimes of like, whoa, oh my God, you're right. I have been living my life. This It's life or death. If I fail, if I am alone, if I, you know, whatever it might be, right? Our biggest fears in life, we've probably already experienced in some form or fashion. So when I work with my clients about self-forgiveness, we look at what is the core belief system that's been kicked up that we can't forgive ourselves for because we were afraid that it was kind of life or death or we'd be stuck by ourselves forever. There's also shame and guilt. Like I deserve to be shamed for this. I deserve to feel guilty for this. And because other people don't know what happened and only I do, I'm the one that has to inflict that on myself. And I just would say to you, why? right? Like why? When we forgive ourselves, when we clean that wound and we allow it time to heal, we learn. We learn about ourselves. We learn about our body and how it heals. We learn about like what the stages of healing are, right? Why rob yourself of that? That's personal growth. That's you developing into a healthier, better version of yourself. But if you can't forgive yourself for something you did, five, 10, 15 years ago, or maybe even just yesterday, right? Then you're holding on to emotional and mental baggage that again, will be carried with you and impact relationships, impact how you show up at work, impact how 
you live your life, the habits you have. My clients who have not resolved the issues of forgiveness towards themselves tend to be the one who go to alcohol, tend to be the one who overeat or starve themselves, tend to be the one to overexercise, tend to be the ones who numb out in any way possible. And they're not realizing it's because they just haven't taken the time to grieve the expectations they didn't meet and to understand where those expectations even came from and to be able to say, you know, I don't believe this anymore. I don't want to believe this anymore, or I believe it, but I'm also allowed to make mistakes. I'm allowed to learn in this life rather than get it all right. So as you start to face forgiveness, whether it be with someone else or towards yourself, remember this wound analogy that it's about learning from the experience and shifting your behaviors and mindset as you move forward. It isn't about, let me get hurt again. 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 It is always about self-discovery and self-awareness and learning better boundaries with people. And maybe you're in a situation, especially as you enter into the new year, where you're looking at the relationships in your life and you're kind of wondering who to keep around and who not. And I would say this is also a time for you to do some forgiveness exercises. One of my favorite things to do at the end of the year, so December 31st, all my friends, my husband know this, even my kids know I do this. I step away for about 30 minutes and I just write and I write down all the things that like the forgiveness stuff, the stuff I want to let go of, the stuff I want to release, the stuff I forgive but I'm I'm not carrying with me any further, right? Like I'm letting this go. I'm not going to hold on to it. I'm really, truly forgiving myself for these things, other people for these things, whatever, wherever we place blame, right? Ultimately, that's what forgiveness is about is we place the blame on someone for something and we need to let that go. So I write all of that down. Doesn't matter how many pages it is. Doesn't matter if it's front or back. You just write, 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 write. And then before... 1201, I burn it. Before we hit midnight, right? Like before that point, I burn it and I watch it burn and I imagine letting it all go. I imagine releasing it. I imagine allowing that forgiveness to just overtake me. And in that, I remember I got hurt in these situations, but I don't have to carry the hurt with me anymore. I can learn from the situation. I can see my habits and the cycles that I fall into that lead me to act in this way that make me angry at myself. And I can start to shift those things. I don't have to shame or guilt myself you know, into staying in that cycle. I'm going to release those things. And so I encourage you, you know, starting the new year, releasing all the stuff. And maybe you need to write from the last 20, 30 years, right? Like maybe you've got to write for a while. But I like to do it every year. So it's already like, oh, I've done, carried that. And the mind is able to go, okay, let's do a fresh start. And when something comes into my space that reminds me of the thing that happened last year, that person who hurt me, that thing that I did, you know, whatever it might be, I can go into the new year and go, yep, I remember this. Okay, here's how I want to handle it differently. Here's what I want to say that I didn't say last time. Here's the boundary I want to place so that I'm not in a dynamic again where it's like easy for me to get hurt. You get to actually change the story for the future. 
And that's the positive and impactful piece of forgiveness is it's all about growth. But it is the factor that has to happen for the true growth to occur. Forgiveness is essential to our personal growth. And I want you to think about that in the context of the goals you have for 2024, whether it be in your relationship or for yourself or your career, where do I need to forgive? Where do I need to forgive myself that I'm not where I thought I would be by now, that I'm not further along in my career? Maybe I need to forgive people at work that I've been holding grudges towards and resenting, maybe family members, right? Maybe it's uh, in my relationship or with friends or even people in the neighborhood or acquaintances that have impacted me that I'm ready to like not keep this wound raw and dirty and infected. It's time to clean it. It's time to really focus on the healing process, to learn through the healing process. So then I can step into future situations, not having that wound, not walking around again, going out, 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 out with everybody else. We want to be able to go, oh, well, it kind of hurt, but not as bad as it used to. Okay. Moving on, right? Because a scar there still feels a little uncomfortable. Even 10, 15, 20 years later, you'll still feel where the nerves and things are like, nah, I didn't heal quite normal. But it doesn't mean that it hurts as bad. And that's what true healing is about. So I encourage you to think of some forgiveness exercises that you can do, whether it be the burning ritual like I use or something else that works for you, and really end this year of 2023, releasing those things that you've been holding on to and that play in your mind at night over and over and over, or when you're doing something mindlessly, like driving, hopefully you're not fully mindlessly driving, but you know what I mean? Like you're on the open road or you're folding laundry, or you're doing dishes, whatever you're doing. And it comes back and it comes back and you, oh, and you just play it all out again. But those things, like, how about we don't bring them to 2024? How about we let those things go? How about we release them finally? Okay, I'm excited to hear what forgiveness exercise you pick up and use at the end of this year. So make sure to get in contact with me. You can share it in the comments below. You can message me privately on social media or write me at info at katierussler.com. Let me hear how you're going to start incorporating forgiveness into your yearly and hopefully like daily and weekly activities. And here's to finding our balance code. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, take a moment to leave a rating and a review. Interested in learning more about my work and the resources I have to support you in this season of your life? Check out the links in the show notes to connect and learn more. And as always, here's to finding our balance code.